0: Woman Crush Wednesday. This morning, I'm chatting to CEO and founder of The Voice Clinic. Her name is Monique risen Harrisburg. Very fun name and surname to say. But this morning, we obviously want to find out more about The Voice Clinic and what exactly it is that they do. And even a few tips from Monique risen Harrisburg on how to use your voice. Monique, it's great having you chat to me this morning. You studied at the University of Cape Town, receiving a Bachelor of Arts with majors in English and Drama, and then an Honours degree in Theatre Directing. That's correct, yes. Now, your clearly your desire was to go into the arts. And
1: did you find yourself in the arts for a while? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I did direct a number of plays and theatre and, and productions. Uh, and then I got a full-time job at the Belleville Teachers Training College to teach future teachers how to use drama as a tool for when they were going to be teaching children at school. Um, and then when I was working there as, as a lecturer as such, I found that I couldn't understand what these future teachers were actually saying to me. So they mumbled, they didn't project their voices clearly. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, if these people are going out to become teachers of kids, um, it's not going to actually work because the kids won't even understand them when they're speaking. So I came up with the idea of starting something called The Voice Clinic. And that's really how it all began in 1988 at the proud age of 22 years old,
0: I might add. <laughs> yes, of course. That I mean, that is very young. And I want to get now to the time when you started. But I'm, I'm pleased that you touched on that and that you highlighted the fact that you were working with teachers. Because here's the thing. Many people think that to enter the field of entertainment or the arts or anything that requires speaking with more than one person at a time, that that would be the only careers where you are required to focus on your voice. But here you are Mm -hmm. talking about teachers who sometimes also just speak to one person at a time. And clearly there was a great need for that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, somebody, a great philosopher named Cato once said, speech is the gift of all, but the thought of a few. So we're all born hopefully learning and being able to speak and to use our voices, but very few of us think and realize the impact of what we're saying and how we're saying it. And most people even believe that what you say is more important than how you say it. So the voice really counts for 38% of every communication message. So the way we speak is often more important than the content.
0: Oh, listen, there's a lot that we need to unpack here, but I want to Mm -hmm. first get back to when you started the voice clinic in 1988. Mm -hmm. Now, when you started at that time, I mean, this is 1988, when already people I'm sure were still a bit concerned if someone wanted to follow a career in the arts, etc. But when you Mm -hmm. started it, did people understand the need for
1: it? Absolutely not. So when I started, I went uh, to a few different um, small business associations and asked them for an investment or for money to help start the business. And all of them said it was a ridiculous idea, a silly idea, because who cares about the way people speak? So eventually I started with, I think, 400 rand. um, And that's really how it began. I wrote my own brochures. I got them designed, sent them out to a number of companies. Um, And in in fact, lo and behold, a few of the companies actually called me back and I was in business and I knew absolutely nothing about business. I knew absolutely nothing about finance or any of those areas. And I had to sort of learn as I went along. But I did have a passion for helping people speak. So I knew that a lot of people needed to improve the the way they spoke and needed to improve their confidence and their self-esteem. And that's really, I think, what kept me going and enabled me to really build the business.
0: So now, is it still mostly corporates that insist on training for their employees when it comes to the voice coaching?
1: It is, but it's also a lot of individuals. So we have kids from six years old up to adults of 85 years old coming for voice training. So it's not too late at any age um, to improve the voice. And it's also not too early um, to actually start improving people's confidence and voice projection and clarity of speech. But when I started, um, I also used a lot of, I advertised in the newspapers. And part of the advertising campaign was to actually show people how, and to demonstrate how important it is to improve the way one speaks. So we almost had to educate the public and say, hey, You're not realizing this and you're not aware of it, but your voice is very important and crucial uh, to the impact and image that you're going to present to the world. Sure.
0: I I mean, I can only Mm -hmm. imagine that how tough it was at the start for you. And then obviously things changing as as the world changes, right? We see mm-hmm. the need for different things and there's so much more that's happening in the world. And I want to touch on, let's look at social media and how social media has obviously now taken the world by storm over the last couple of years. It's something many of us, not many, none of us can avoid it. We cannot ignore social media. Now, I myself, I've come to the Voice Clinic. I've done a course at the Voice Clinic. There's many people that I speak to. And for me being on radio, there's also a lot of coaching and guiding that happens as you go about your job each and every day. And if if you're in it for longer, there's consistently updates and things that we need to keep in mind. But I look Mm -hmm. at social media and often the young people in terms of how it is that they speak on social media. And I go, oh, I just wish someone could take you to the Voice Clinic. And it's got nothing to do with necessarily their voices. Their voices are good, but it's in... No one's coaching them how to speak to a camera and go just speak to the camera as if it's a
1: friend. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, you see, you're the expert because you use your voice all the time. You've been doing it so well for so long. Um, You're a professional broadcaster. So you're fully aware of of what needs to be done and what they aren't doing. Um, And I think the key there is to actually teach people that they need to slow down. They need to speak clearly. They need to finish their words. They need to round their vowel sounds. Um, They need to work on the organs of articulation, which is the tongue, the lips, the teeth. So they're not aware of any of that. Most people, they'll get up in the morning, they'll put their clothes on, and off they'll go to work. Um, And they think the same way in terms of the way that they speak. They're not thinking about it. So often just thinking about it and being aware of it is the first step. Because if you can hear yourself speak as you speak, one will automatically be able to pick up the faults and almost self-correct as one goes along. So we teach people to listen to themselves as they're speaking. But what you're saying is very important, um, because I think one of the other points that you brought up earlier was um, with regard to broadcasting, and that people who are on TV or on the news or using the microphone a lot, um, they think that you know they, they need to um, present themselves well visually as well as orally. But if they actually can just focus on the way that they speak, Um, they'll see that actually that's really the key.
0: It is indeed. Monique risen Harrisburg CEO and founder of The Voice Clinic, chatting to us about the use of voice. Now, she is my woman crush for today, but over the next few weeks, I will also be chatting to Monique just to share a few tips for you and me, for all of us. And yes, you might be thinking, Tracy, but you are on radio. What is it that you require? We never stop learning. It's always nice to always know more. And sometimes it's just a bit of a reminder that gives you the kick to the butt that goes, oh, let me just keep that in mind as well. And we're going to look at things of how to use your voice, especially when it comes to interviews and confidence, all of those kinds of things. I mean, Monique definitely is the person who's able to do this, having started the voice clinic in 1988. Monique, it's been great chatting to you. I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Tracy. Me too.